party, man. What, Frank? You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Hello, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Choir. Frank. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember the last time you actually did that fluently. It just, it just <laughs> popped in my head there. Uh, Frank Clementine links. Squeeze, squeeze. Uh, yeah, we're back for another uh, live commentary episode and then discussion after. We'll keep it short and sweet. Like Frank Stick. Uh, we're going to do Time Enough at Last, because why not? We figured it's an episode we both know. Merry Christmas to the listeners. It's a classic. We Everybody loves it. If you don't love it, you just don't like this uh, series altogether, I don't know why you're watching it or listening to a podcast about it. Exactly. What the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you doing that thing that my Frank made up? It is 100% loved by all. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, literally, go to IMDb. It's got to be like the highest rated freaking episode of all. It's got to be. It At might, least I, I think it's probably the most quoted episode in pop culture. There's it, time now. Like the apocalypse thing, you know, it's visually <laughs> him with those big, thick Coke bottle glasses. It's good all around. I think it's because it it, it, it goes against what the Twilight Zone was setting out to really do, really. Because the man didn't deserve any of it. Exactly. It's like it's like kick a man while he's down over and over, Rod. <laughs> yeah, it's just constantly a guy getting shit on for for life, loving for having a passion. <laughs> but we'll discuss that after. <laughs> let's let's hold off on that. But no, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna do the live commentary straight from Netflix. Uh, this episode is available on Netflix because it's not season four, which apparently Netflix is racist against. I don't know why. You blame them. There's only five seasons, though, and they're like, you know what? Not that one. Not that one out of five. They're only 40 episodes deep each one. <laughs> it's weird. But they kept a... Uh, what's that really shitty episode in season two? Uh, mind over... Ma- mind, mind in the Matter? Remember, it's in right sandwich in between my favorite episodes of the series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that episode's terrible. They, got, they have that one on here, but not, not season four. Nope. So, we're going to cue it up at the very, very, very beginning. We're going to play it without sound. Um, so, beginning meaning bef- the whole credit sequence we're going to play. So, cue it up there if you want to watch along. If not, good fucking luck enjoying this. Yeah, like, we highly, 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 <clears throat> highly, highly... Highly, highly, highly. Um, Hold on. Highly. Uh, highly encourage you to watch this episode with sound and listen to this. Um, as Phoenix says, to hit play. Frank says with sound. I say without sound because that's how people watch commentaries. Well, yeah, but never mind. <laughs> this isn't Mr. Science Theater. You don't need to hear the movie, too. People get the episode. Get the episode. But the episode is that good. You need I'd to... say light up some candles, turn off the lights. You know, 
cozy up with a warm blanket and glass of Chardonnay. Listen to me and Frank, our soothing voices describe Burgess Meredith to you. How you doing? Getting a little chubby in there? Because you're definitely a guy. There's no females listening to us right now. Not a single one. Nope. And if you are... Twilight Zone is definitely a male-only type of, of, of a series, you know? Yeah. And if you Females, are... Females, just don't get it. Send yeah. me an email, loaderwonderland at gmail.com. Let me know what's up. Send me a picture. What are you doing down there? What's going on down there? Let's, let's watch a movie together. Let's, let's Netflix and chill from across the country. Let's do this. We're going to play, like I said, all the credit sequence, rewind to zero, and hitting play in three, two, one, hit play. Here we go. It's so tempting to hit that skip intro button. There we go. And yeah, put on subtitles. That's what we discussed last time. Subtitles, yes. Sound, no. Yes. Definitely. So, yeah, we get our really cheap intro, which probably cost way too much money back then. It's my favorite of, of, all, of, of them all. Yeah, it's, it's like a, just a series of bad drawings that they zoom in on. I kind of yeah, miss but it. The writing is so good. Yeah. Which we call the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. <laughs> Twizlighty Zone. <laughs> Do you remember when banks used to have people in them? They sure as shit don't anymore. You know, and there wasn't just bulletproof glass in between you and one person. One person. And then if you go into a Chase Bank lately, it's just like. Instead of where all the tellers used to be back, you know, eight years ago, they just have big billboards over their windows, like you can't see beyond them, and they have one person sadly on the corner over here, hiding around the corner so that you don't even tr- attempt to make it over to them. Yeah, and you're waiting for so long, and as soon as they, they, they walk away, you don't follow. You wait for them to call you up. Yeah. The bank is a scary place now where you feel like you're going to get mugged by the people working there. And as soon as you deposit your money, they go, you know you can use the ATM for this. I'm like, yes, I do, and I don't trust a computer to take my money, ma'am. Good God, no. So here he is, big, thick Coke bottle glasses. He's got, uh, he seems like he's on the scale. He's on the spectrum, for sure. Yeah. Look at him. There's no way he's not. He's got an evil mustache. He's got these glasses. He appears to have no idea what's going on around him. He's still talking to her. She's left. Like she has now. left. He's obsessing. He's probably reading off the serial numbers and the bills to her because he has to. <laughs> Not by his job standards, just, you know, his brain. He he totally acts like he just, he can't see a damn thing, but he can read small print. Yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't see you there. I can read, you know, letters <laughs> very, very small. Well, it's because he's but wearing he... fucking binoculars on his face. You can't, if you ever look through binoculars at someone up close, you can't see him. By the way, David Copperfield sucked. <laughs> I'm just I don't I've never read it. Have you ever read David Copperfield? I didn't realize he was that old to write a book back then. Yeah, I always thought he was. Yeah, like you know, I thought he was a guy. Yeah. Is I mean, he a magician? Yeah, that was a joke. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, look at this bank. It's so bare. Like a bank nowadays has like. Why did they walk all the way around when I, they could just went know. zinc? Like, like modern banks have pictures of families and like trying to get you sappy, like save for your child's future. Your call, their college fund isn't going to save for itself. 
by the way, I just found out Bank of America's like backstory, and I was like, oh, I'm so happy I banked there. <laughs> uh, everyone needs a mustache at this bank. It's the mustache bank. He's got a he's got a, a middle aged lesbian's haircut <laughs> in this episode. Look at him. He looks like he's gonna go to a WBA game after this. Go root for the Seattle Storm. I went to a Phoenix Mercury game, and he looked like every third person. <laughs> he just needs some uh, some bad denim jackets. Oh my god! Stop. Stop. How many episodes is this guy in? I swear he's in a bunch. He could just be in this one, but he just looks like every fourth guy in the Twilight Zone. Just like he looks like every lesbian. Well, I mean, you know, almost every Twilight Zone has some dick in it. He pencil thing dick. This part always blew my mind away. The dude has a wife. He's married. He just said it. And she's just like an abusive bitch to him. And she apparently has no idea what the fuck the guy's about. Because there's no way this guy turned into this. He's been like this since he was a kid. Oh, fuck yeah. Why the fuck did she marry him then? She's a bitch to him later. What's his name? Isn't it Book Book Bookman? Book Booksworth? Wordsworth? Wordsworth no. or something stupid. I don't no, know. no. Wordsworth. That's, that's, uh, that's another episode. Yep. Yeah. That's a little of myself, yeah. But I mean, his name in this is something that has something to do with something. Of course, it is. There's not a nail that wasn't hit in the head by Rod Bemis. with names. No, Bemis no. is another one. Totally wrong. His, his name is Bemis. In this. They'll say it here in a minute. No, no. Oh, it, it is? Okay. Okay. I wasn't yeah, sure if it was. Mr. Bemis. Yeah, I was thinking Mr. of a Bemis. Bemis. Henry Bemis. Henry! Hank! Henry. He can't even see, like, the actor himself, Burgess Meredith, cannot see that doorknob. He felt for it like a blind person, just in a, in a haunted house, like, in the dark, where you're like, oh, God, where am I going? Oh, here we go. He had no idea. I can't believe i got to wear these damn things. I have such a headache. <laughs> yeah, this is the same apartment from Obsolete Man, I swear. <laughs> just less books. Yeah. Ironically, less books in this episode. This, this, I, I really don't like this woman. Oh, God. Can you imagine fucking that? Oh, God. She's definitely going to teeth you, dude. Like, you, yes. the whole time you're like, less teeth, less teeth. Ow, ow. Can't, Just stop. I'm going to try stop. to describe this. She looks, she's younger than him, but she appears to be older. The way she acts. Does that make sense? Yeah. She perfect. acts like a grand, she, grandmotherly, and she looks like a, a Nazi school instructor. <laughs> And he looks yeah. like a, ch a giant elderly child. <laughs> Look at him. He's a slow kid. That's what they turned into. Her dress is atrocious. <laughs> I look for the fashion when I watch Twilight Zone. Look at that. Yep. When he has, when he has to talk to her, he takes the glasses off. So you don't have to see her. <laughs> well, he can't see her with them on. <laughs> the actor and the character had a struggle there. <laughs> He's like, nope, actor doesn't want to see her. Fuck it, put them on. <laughs> She, she, she's not kind to the camera. Their furniture has no rhyme or reason for where it's facing. I know. It's all different directions. There's, there's a couch going in, out, in, out. Yeah. This, this guy hides hides books like I used to hide painkillers. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like a junkie or like a an alcoholic that hides his liquor in the woods so that they can't get rid of it. I was in a car accident once and... Yeah, 
Uh, it was off the painkillers, but boy, did they bite me in the ass after I got in the car accident. The, the cops found them. Damn it. True story. I got out of it, though. <laughs> oh, God. Look at your sponsors at the door. What is this, a book? I don't think so. <laughs> You're off this stuff. You're off the paper. You're going to have to take this from you. What else are you hiding in there? Ah, I got this. Yeah. And she knew where it was, too, and she put it right back. Yeah, in his whiskey flask pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a flask. Exactly. <laughs> How to kill your wife and get away with it. What's this? Why would you possibly need this? By Andre Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the couch that faces the other chair. <laughs> Here, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> I made the couch out of my other dress. God, that's an ugly fucking couch. Never an ugly fucking dress. Everything in there is so flammable. Look at the curtain. <laughs> just like, just oh, waiting for... It's like, not for nothing, but you can read through those scribbles. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a pencil. <laughs> you can rewrite yeah, I mean, through that. Yeah, Buck, Buck really uh, really cheesed it up with the scribbles. And they got one out of six candles prepared there behind yeah, him. How many interns did they have? They, they could have spent a couple more hours scribbling. She could use a you know a marker or ripped out pages. It's a pencil. He can just get an eraser. Oh, oh, and she's gonna make it. Yep, there she goes. Not that he could read them already. Foreshadowing. Oh. See? Oh, nice call. I never noticed that. Me neither. But that's good. Yeah, nice this is what happens when you don't watch with sound. <laughs> really? Oh, look at him. Spectrum. Oh, he looks like see? bubbles of <laughs> That, 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 that was me five minutes ago asking Phoenix to watch the pilot of Dark after this. <laughs> uh, yep. Come on. I love the fact that his tie is just around his neck. Like, not in any tied fashion, like a tie would be, because it's in the name. Uh, but it's just, not, just loose. Not in my house. The, the three ties that I own, they are pre-tied <laughs> and hanging on a hook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because once it gets untied, it's in the trash with that. Because <laughs> of no. For real. You'll never get it right in the spot that you've had it tied forever. Yeah, I'm gonna have the guy at the store when I buy a tie tie it around me, and then it's that's how it lives its life after that. Yeah. I don't know how to tie a tie. I've never been taught, or no, that I I lied. I've been taught like a hundred times. I still can't do it. I have to watch YouTube tutorial videos, and I <laughs> and I cannot keep track of how to do it. Here's a double Windsor. Yeah, good luck with that shit. That's not happening. It's gonna go in a regular knot, like. <laughs> There's, there's no slip to it at all. <laughs> and in here I was with me. Cut it with scissors of safety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to go in the safe. God, cut it with scissors. <laughs> That's how that comes off. It's a one time tie. Got, I'm not, no way I'm using a clip on. <laughs> I've had a clip on before. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It's so obvious. Late news flashes. H-bomb, oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> I like to read the uh, the sub-paragraphs in there. Did a go did a phantom just open the book for him? <laughs> the fuck? No, that, that's an EMP. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, pulse. You say yeah. that, I say uh, phantom specter that opened the book to that page to give him a warning. That's EMP, even though he is surrounded by metal and <clears> not a single drawer, uh, single door opened. Nope. But, uh, but yeah, the, the watch is going to go flying out of the book. Yeah, but it also really shook the camera, though, so... It must have really been impactful. 
Somehow his glasses didn't break then. And he's walking like Frankenstein for no fucking reason. There's, they're on his face. Those things are on his goddamn face. Yeah. And like the, and, and, oh, thank God the vault door wasn't locked. That saved his life. That wall's so fucking thin. Good God. Yeah, like in the, in the short story and what they wanted to do, um, there was a lot more bodies and carnage that they wanted to do, and uh, they had to scale it back. This was a reshoot here. The first shoot, there was arm parts everywhere. Really? I want to see yeah. that cut. Just like the his boss is just like hanging from one part, and the other half of him's on the floor. It's like, like a zombie movie. <laughs> they did do a kind of good job where it's like like one side of the wood is charred, and yeah. they had like the shadow of the wood that wasn't charred on the wall, you know, kind of like, kind of like the ghost figures in, in, um, Japan when the H bomb hit there. And, <laughs> and you can the tell they just put, put wood the in there. Beam. <clears throat> it's all just like random pieces of wood. There's not like anything from the roof. It's just, just wood. They were standing on one side spraying the black and it's, it's, it's <laughs> no shingles, nothing yeah. on that roof. Yeah. No roof, just balls. They, yeah, like the only thing that they let go was uh, the boss, I think. Because he sees the boss here, I think. I'm pretty sure that's, that's the, yeah, right there. Ooh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah, and this is the, uh, this is the beginning of the rod freaking uh, mid-tro. Oh, yeah. He's got to open each drawer four times in, in a very exact yep. order. <laughs> that's as far as they could go. The, the, the hand with the, with the dictation. And it looks like, if you're not watching closely, it just looks like his hand. Like, Bridget yeah. Meredith's hand. Probably was. And for some reason, the, the recorder was still working after the EMP. <laughs> but the watch went flying out of the book. <laughs> it's just wood. It's just random pieces of wood. Yeah, it's not metal. It's wood. Like, There's still like clearly roof because like, you can. there's no sun. Yeah, like, honestly, like, um, if it was really an H-bomb... There would be nothing here, just the vault. <laughs> like, nothing at all. <laughs> compared to this, you could say the bomb fell far, far away, but look at the bank compared to everything else in the area, where it's just yeah. like 200 years after the fallout. Yeah, I mean, they did a really uh-huh. good job. It looks really... Um, but then there's this one part where he gets way too close to the backdrop screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure that on an old screen. Um, yeah, there's Rod again. Keep on talking, Rod. Why would he think that would work? And how did the telephone booth make it? You know but why? The, because he's the on the spectrum. Didn't. <laughs> Look how close he has to get. Those those words are f- four inches tall. And he has to basically hey. touch it with his nose. Not for nothing, but could could you walk to your house through rubble from your work? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no sense of direction. There's no sunlight. There's no. There's nothing to look at. Looks like he's gonna dive into a pool. Mr. Henry Beams on an eight-hour tour of a graveyard. I love, I love that. That chair made it though. The back of that chair made it. I mean, yes. Yeah, so, so, some of these things that the H bomb did not—that was impervious to an H bomb—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I really am. And c- cans of food eventually soon. Great backdrop. Get a little smoke there on the left. All right, we yeah. got 
Shadow of Mike Boom. All right. <laughs> Look at the fucking glasses. Jesus Christ. It's like a jeweler's loop. <laughs> like eight hours later, he figures out why he's still alive. Really? He is on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. The, the man is not all right. He's not a, a normal man. What is he, fucking 60? And he's like, I'm addicted. To, I'm going to read books at work. I have no responsibility. No, but I love I love this writing though. Like I'm not all sure that I want to. Oh, there's there's a lip. <laughs> I'm not all sure that I want to be alive because he's all alone. Yeah. Do we have to assume he did? He drank all those all those cokes. <laughs> like he's just going on a crazy binge. You know he's going to have radiation poisoning really soon if he keeps eating all that stuff. Like crackers, really? I wouldn't eat those crackers, Henry. Oh, oh, mun- he, just munch, being out munch, there, he's munch, fucked anyway. Cancer. So. Cancer crackers. <laughs> I mean, in a in a can, okay, but in a box, nope. Nice and clean now. Yeah, those springs and look let, comfy. Let's let's have a smoke. You know, the H bomb didn't kill me, but you know, me setting myself on fire on this asbestos couch is gonna. Well, at that point, fuck it. Yeah, really. I love that he's like. Everyone's gone. Ah, fuck it. I'm homeless. Uh, like sleeping on the couch and. Middle of nowhere. Where did he find the couch? I, was, I don't think the couch is going to make it. He just got blown outside somehow. Yeah, and for some reason the bomb blew everything up but set nothing on fire. You know what would have been cool? If he was on the couch from his house. <laughs> A little something, you know. Well, well, there were six of them in that room. It yeah, be. he had so many choices. Oh, he, he falls See, asleep quick. He, he, yeah, well, he drops a cigarette, too, into his uh, jacket. And he's and fine. doesn't... Like, I honestly thought, first first watching this, when he dropped his cigarette, I honestly thought, oh, he he's going to be a one of those... Uh, yeah, he's going to be a, a, a charter... Oh, you could court. assume the rest of this is a dream, then. He burned to death, that man. Right there, he burned to death, and the yeah. rest of this is a, just yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, just a Jacob's Ladder thing. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, a nightmare with within a nightmare within a nightmare. Because he's married, then he gets blown up. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> eat up his wife's body. Yeah, and and now he's you know he's he's just a a cinder. <laughs> Look at that! It's that the building in the good. back looks like a it looks so fake. Over the brick wall there on the left. Yeah, oh yeah, it looks so like a piece of plywood. It, 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 it's going to get a lot worse real car. quick. Somehow, oh so, bullets, bullets, yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, the the bomb the, fell and shot out a bunch of. It was a. It just attacked a pastor, us. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Driver's side's fine. Weird. Engine sputters, but does not start. <laughs> De Niro from Heat or Casino. I mean. <laughs> I wish, maybe his suit right here is really pink, like in that scene. That's great, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, they tried once and he lived, so, well, well, there you go. The jungle gym fella. It looks like a skeleton of, like, some giant animal back there. Watch. I think it's, like, right here he gets way too close to that backdrop. And and his shadow, like, kind of, it's like, wow, he must be 30 feet tall all of a sudden. <laughs> One of the side That's... effects. <laughs> well, this is solitude. Yes, yes, I mean myself. I can count everything here. 
for some reason, my tie is still on. I would have taken this off a day ago. Dude, I'm not even out the... When I used to have, like, uniforms at work, I'm not even out the door leaving the place and my uniform was coming off. So this fucking tie doesn't stand a chance. Oh, yeah. It's coming right off as soon as I possibly can. I mean, I, it's coming off, you know, for my lunch break going into the vault. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, right here he gets way too close. It's, like, coming right up. Oh, oh, he's drunk. <laughs> he's drunk off words. He's always oh, going through withdrawals. He's not reading enough. He's going to read the sporting sign right here just to get a little fix. Yeah, he starts getting going a little bit uh, crazy. Oh. What did they buy for forty oh one? Oh, never mind. It's gone. <laughs> for some somehow the you know the gun cabinet made it. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> is that a hand? That's a finger. It's just a loose glove. No, it was like a. It was for some reason it was like a golf club or something. But he's in a gun store. It's like, like sporting equipment. There's a fucking boxing glove right there and a pad for a catcher. Oh, yeah, look in the background. Oh, it just, yeah, I read that off, too, and I didn't even associate it. I know, yeah. Wow. Like, I'm like, did he see that? That's good. Oh, yeah, look, check it out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a catcher's um, chest protector. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, did you? Yeah, pay attention. Oh, sorry. I'm kidding, because I didn't pay attention to what yeah. I said earlier, so... I mean, uh, you know, another se- you know, another sentence you say that I'll I'll listen to back later and say, oh yeah, I didn't hear that. Do it, do it. How amazing would this be if he blew his fucking brains out on like on this show? Just you see the blood spray out like the departed. Just I think fucking personally, brutal. I think it's more amazing that the gun store was next to the public library. Yep. Yeah, that's more amazing to me. We don't know how hard, how far he walked though. How far that blew out the sporting store. <laughs> yeah, right. Those stairs are fine, though. All the rest is rubble. Look at all the brick down there, the concrete. Those, those stairs are fine. And the books. Books are yeah. great. Well, books are sturdier Paper. than stone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why we know so much about the Egyptians, the pyramids and their books. <laughs> yep. It bothers the shit out of me that he's like... In New York City, I assume this is New York City because all the early episodes take place there. That yeah. he's like, I'm going to stack books outside on the stairs. When they're already kind of, you have shelves, buddy. But I'm like, There's maybe get some right protection there. for him, take him back to your vault. Let's see, look at him. It's just, it's going to rain. Those are all done. Yeah, and acid rain to boot. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be good for your books, dude. Protect him. You get a fucking wheelbarrow off somewhere and just find something. I mean, you know, an H-bomb, it does decimate an area, but eventually you walk and you find civilization again. I mean, just, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I wouldn't give up that that quick. He only, he walked for eight hours, he gave up, he ate, he slept, and now he's about to read. Well, I think the other way around. He just has to wait until someone shows up to see what the fuck happened, see if there's any survivors. So, right now he gets to read his books. Yep, yeah, that's true. Well, but he's already planning for freaking uh, this March, year and next April, year, May. Next yeah. Year. Well, we're thinking rationally. He's thinking spectrumly. And and I love how he's talking about time. And there's just a big old clock. I want that clock in my living room. How great would that be? I want his glasses on my face. <laughs> Why you want a raging headache? Yep. I want a migraine. Oh, here we go. Oops. Wait a minute. There's a book on the ground. Let me get that. Oh, that was important. <laughs> no, it's not fair. 
I would say he's too blind to live. I guess they read the larger print books. Futurama. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can learn Braille. <laughs> Did you see how thick those shards were? I know. It was Coke bottles, like the ends of Coke bottles. It's insane. There was time, Ray, bro. He's so good, man. You, you feel so bad for I know. Him. I'm like, like, oh, this is just not Look right. at him. Yeah, it's just like, he's, it, the man's going to die of hunger. He's the original Brian Cranston. He's got that sad face you just want to root for, even though he's killing people and breaking bad, just like <laughs> yeah, just, cooking meth and killing people. Yeah, he's like, oh, poor guy. He's a terrible husband and father. Oh. Just a piece of the rubble, just a fragment <clears throat> of a yeah. man. That building back in the, in the background survived, though. He's in the twilight zone, stuck in the twilight zone. Dun dun dun. And now, Mister Sir. Oh, we gotta skip this. How do I? Is there no oh. a chance to dream? I can't, I can't. I can't sleep. If I sleep, I die. I don't. I don't want to watch that episode. I love that episode. I know you do. I don't get it. It's a. It's the precursor to shadow play. I don't understand it. At all. So? It's psychological too. You like the psychological ones. I don't like that episode though. I just, I just don't. I just, it's too much, too Dude, much carnival shit and like camera moving around. Say, it's, like, got God. The, it's got the girl and the girl. It the... does have cat eyes, sexy McCat eyes. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> what was her name again? Uh, fuck, I know. We'll find out when we get there. Her name was. Um... Oh, I love this CBS. Okay. I love yeah. this. I wish they still had James eye. Bond for some reason. Speaking of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Another CBS one. Oh, all right. Yeah. Plaster it all over the place. All right, so that's, uh, yeah, that was the end of that. Here's your Silent Bob one. Okay, that's from the last episode we did. How do I get back to, uh, where's my Skype? There we go. I found it. Don't worry. So, thoughts and prayers on that episode. <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, it's, it's a classic. I love it. I mean... I just love how he falls asleep with a cigarette and it just falls to his jacket and he's fine. And it looks like they shot it like such a plot point. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh drops right in his coat. Nothing. Yeah, it was zeroed into it. It, it was almost like um, uh, one of Rod's, you know, you know, where Buck had to limit him to one, you know, one, whatever you call it. Cigarette? There's no way it's being limited to one cigarette. Come on. One plot twist. Oh, okay. The plot twist was he didn't die. (laughs) I think the plot twist was that he did die. He burned to death. Yeah, there you go. So, but that's like four plot twists already. It's like it's like you want to be a little bit crazy here, Rob. We got to reel you back in. (laughs) Yeah, I only see one plot twist in this episode. Yeah, which one? What is it? The glasses? Is, yeah, glasses are broken. Ironic plot twist at the end. Yeah, you Shocks know, the audience. H bomb isn't one at all. That's not a plot twist, that's the plot. Okay, fair, good point. Good point. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not a writer. You you, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this episode, I like, the more, when I think about it, how do I start this sentence? When I think about it, I go, eh. But then I watch it, and I'm like, oh, that's good. It's good. It's so good. 
That's bur- I mean, okay, let me ask you this. If it wasn't Burgess Meredith and if it was another actor that was half his caliber, would it still be good? It'd be far less memorable with anybody else. Even my favorite as an actor, it wouldn't be as good. Whose name, for some reason, I'm blanking on right now. Why am, oh, I, why am I forgetting his name? I know this, too. I'm, it's around the tip of my tongue as well. Moving on. So, yeah. my point being is, um, so, yeah, Burgess Meredith, like, like, I mean, the plot was great, and just the uh, the premise behind it, just the, the whole kick, kick a man while he's down over and over for no reason at all. I mean, the guy was lovable. You just want to, you just want to hug him and pinch his cheeks and say, it's okay. You know, not everybody can be born with, with, uh, you know, a brain. So, yeah. you know, you know, everybody's special in their own little way. You, he's really you, special. Um, you could almost say this is him being tortured for being anti-people. And like, you need to you know, speak to people. You need to be around people. Yeah, like, how did he meet his wife a lot and... That's and, what I'm and saying. And her into marriage? Or was it back then they just got married because that's what you did? Or did he just get back from the war or something? No, he's too old. I mean, World War One, maybe? I, I don't know. It, it's... I, I'm trying to picture this character in the dating scene, like going okay, out and about. He, he, he was probably in World War One. There's no way so, he was in a war with those fucking eyes. No, but that's what happens. See, uh, you know, mustard gas and all. And oh, you're thinking blood. it's an injury? Yeah, it was like a war injury, okay. like a mustard gas or something. He was interesting. He was, was gas in the trench, or he had P, he had serious PTSD in the trench. It really fucked up his eyes and brain. Yeah, well, the brain and then the eyes, right? Yeah, it'll it fucking set him back and, forty yeah, and, years. And his and his sweetheart before the war, you know, he came back after the war. They got married, whatever, and then he just deteriorated. And she was like, "I'm tired of this guy." I'm but, thinking yeah. it's more of a money thing because this is back when like bankers made money. Like that's a, that was the job you'd say for people who are rich, is banker. Well, he was a teller. I know, really. but tellers used to make fucking money. That was like a respectable job back then. That's and true, that's true. it wasn't like fucking millionaire, but it was like, this is a good living, a really good living. You can make a living off of it. Yeah, you weren't exactly. working in a fucking coal mine, is my point. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was she just wanted a cozy life because her personality comes off like that. She did not work. She was, she was, a, she oh. was a homemaker with no kids. Her <laughs> job was to find his fucking word stashes and just scribble out pen and, or pencil in this case and... I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly erase your words. Ha ha. She had enough time to do that, so obviously she doesn't have a job. Yes. She's just she's nobody with a job day. would even notice. A married couple, good God. Oh my god. Well, yeah, and then yeah, so okay, so we start off, he you know, his his boss treats him like shit. The customers at the bank treat him like shit. Well, he's terrible his wife at his job. Treats him like shit. Then he gets bombed. He's yeah. the only one left in the world. And to add insult to injury, now he's blind. <laughs> like, really, really blind. Yeah. He's already blind. But at least he had glasses. Now he's just blind. What was worse, the decorating after the bomb or the decorating his wife did? After the... Or his wife. It was more... I understand it more after the bomb. 
Hers, I don't, I don't, I can't fathom it. I can't place it. It doesn't make any logical sense to me. The placement of the chairs. There's a in the hallway. There's a ceramic cat that's fucking grotesque. There's a three, a, two candles, like three, two candelabra things with three candle holes each. There's one candle on one of them. It looks not in the middle either. On the right side of it, on the left, the left one on the right of it. This is one can. It's everything in that apartment just drove me insane. Well, it was set up for a blind man. Yeah, he, you know, he just has he no idea what's going on. I'm not going to do anything while I'm home. How's he going to notice that I'm not doing anything while he's not while he's at work and I'm just sitting here doing nothing? She should sneak in books like How to Spoil Your Wife, shit like that. She was banging the milkman. She was banging. <laughs> like how many things, you know, the ice guy, you know? Oh, there's definitely, there, there's definitely times in their marriage where he's sitting there reading a book and if you were to pan left on the couch made out of her dress, you would just see her fucking someone. And he would be just oblivious. Have no idea. Because when I read something, I don't hear a thing. He he didn't. His boss walked right up to him. Yeah, like, I cannot read and talk at the same time. Yeah, you can't do anything at the same time. No, it's, it's yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much like a, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, like, you know, corn, corn, city corn, corn. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a laser beam. Just, this is what I'm on, not moving. Yeah, one track. And then when you when you talk, you're like a, a laser a cat chasing a laser beam, just all the fuck over the place. My cat chases his tail. See? See right there? Yep. Well, chasing your tail would be more irritating if you just kept saying the same thing over like you have fucking Alzheimer's or something. But it's a dog thing, but my cat does it. But my dog, I've never seen my dog do it once. I don't know if I've ever seen a cat do it. They seem a little too... Uh, that's what I mean. It's weird. My cat is very odd. Cats are both the most both the most relaxed creatures in the world and the most aggressive ones out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, dude, he was he's just like, you know, he's 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 sitting on me and he's just like chilling, you know, and all of a sudden, dude, I don't know what spooked him, but he he just bolted. He must have jumped like 5 feet, 5 6 feet in the air off of the couch onto the floor in an instant, ripped the hell out of me. I was bleeding all over the place. I'm just like, what the hell was that? I don't know what the hell spooked. Yep, they just phantom. It's a ghost. The same one that opened the book in the in the vault. Yep, it's EMP. Yeah. So, yes, he gets tortured. He hides in the vault, and he's perfectly safe. Everything's fine in there. Turns out those things are bomb shelters. Apparently, well, it was in the basement because he had to walk upstairs. Yeah. So which one? Which of the Shelter ones are your favorites. We got this one. We got the shelter. We got the name of the episode I can't think of, but where he goes crazy and he thinks the world ended, but it didn't. And he tries to get his teacher to grovel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that terrible actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he what else do we got? some money for a fake bomb. Yeah. Then a real one goes off or something. This one's definitely my favorite. And then the shelter. And then that one, whatever the hell that's called. What is the name of that fucking episode? Um, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Time enough at thing. first. No. Uh, I don't know. I can't think about it. No, that's time enough at last. That was a joke. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. yeah, what else have we got to say about this episode? It's a good one. Burgess Meredith, though, that's what I want to say. He, you were asking if anybody else could sell this. Uh, no. 
because what makes the twist there at the end so special is how sad and pathetic he looks. And I don't know if any other actor could have pulled it off. Nope. I mean, he can go sad and pathetic to righteous and and awesome. And, you know what I mean? And gruff Just, and yelling at Rocky. And really strong and smart. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's so good they end there. His face, he's like, oh, poor I guy. I want to hold you. I, I, yeah, I mean, I just want to just cuddle him, you know, just just pet him. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's like, he looks so sad, you're almost like, oh, I'll, I'll melon ball out my own eyeballs and give him to you. I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> here you go. This will work, right? <laughs> God, I, will, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll commit suicide right now and, you, and, I'll, and I'll dedicate my eyes to you. Yeah, just so sad. <laughs> Um, anything else you want to say? What else we got to talk about? I mean, it's just, dude, it's just a classic. One of the best ones in the series. Hands down. I'm sorry. And, and Rod's writing is just amazing. Just the dialogue. I mean, Rod's dialogue, you know, throughout the entire uh, episode was great. How, how, how he narrated it. I mean, it was really good. This is one he had to do the, the middle narration. Because it's a long section of him just wandering. Exactly. Which and, and and just like how how Rod narrated it was beautiful, like perfect. Just the words he he chose. He calls it a graveyard. Mm-hmm. An eight mile tour through a graveyard. Eight mile. Eight mile. <laughs> eight mile road. Um, yeah, it's, work, yeah, it's a fun episode. It's it's a bummer, but in a. It's a bummer, but it's not sad bummer. It's sad looking at his face, but I don't. I mean, like, it's not trying to bum you out. You're like, it stands apart from a, like all like all the rest because there's yeah. not really another episode like it. And yeah. and Rod Rod likes to recycle a lot, but this one he didn't. No, I can't. I can't think of another one that was like this where he tortured a man for no reason at all. Dead man's shoes. Um, yeah, but that guy kind of he was, was he really tortured? He didn't he didn't torture him throughout the the episode. He was a homeless guy, finds a pair of shoes because he wants shoes, and then he gets overcome by this dead guy, and then he gets killed because of it. Yeah, but I'd say yes. His, but on his way up to being killed, he was living the high life. So was so was this character? But, He's yeah, reading but his this books. character, this character, every step of the way was just getting kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked. And and then at the end, as opposed you think to the homeless guy, ending? no, kicked again. <laughs> I, I think it's the same. Okay, fair enough. Um, they're both homeless. But, well, one becomes homeless. One's already homeless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no. But the one homeless becomes non-homeless though. Yeah, just like Burgess Meredith was getting shit on, and then he finds his book stash, and he's like, yeah, a book stash. He's all excited. <laughs> wow, you went from beginning of episode to end of episode real quick. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, you're really stretch- you're stretching here. There's no other episode like this. I don't agree. I, I, I don't agree with, with you not agreeing. <laughs> Well, I, I really don't agree with you not agreeing on that. I don't agree. It's just ridiculous. Okay. I don't agree infinity plus one. Mm. Damn it. Gotcha. He added the plus one the first time. I'm supposed to be able to do that. 
Nope. I already preempted it. Yeah, I, I preempted you the infinity plus one. Skip my turn. He had a, one of those Uno cards where it skips you. Damn it. Yeah, I'll go stick your tongue Shit. to that. Reverse. <laughs> now it's going back to me. Fuck. I win. Check and mate, son. Where can they find you, Phoenix? You're, you're getting a check. You're, you're, you're winning in a different game? You, you, right. you beat me that bad that you won in a different game? That's kind of amazing. I'm not Thank even you. mad. I'm just impressed. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, well, I got to say this to that. Bingo, bitch. Bango. Bingo. I won that one. <laughs> Yahtzee. Uh, LAWstudios.com, loretingwarnerlane at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think about these weird ass commentary episodes. I'm feeling them out, really. Patreon.com slash studios. I felt this was a good one. This is a fun one to do. I think we did good on that one. Where can we find you, Frank? That's WLNKZ on Twitter and reddragonsradio.com. We have Topic Radio. Just had a great couple shows. Definitely check them out. Phoenix was on one two weeks ago, and then I had a doctor, a, a, a senior writer of sport or er, space.com on last week. It was a great episode. Definitely check it out, guys. Way off top He's a space yet. doctor. That's right. A doctor of space and a space doctor, yep. And I just got his book in the mail, too. Great book. It's called uh, Out There. Go on Amazon.com, but you can go to his Twitter. It's um, at uh, Michael D. Wall. So there you go. You're pitching a guy who's not on this show that's weird he was on way off topic i know which we're not that on good he, oh, okay he, deserves a pitch he transcends book, yeah his great book and definitely check it out and you know you'll be able to get his book before the holidays definitely a great gift he transcends time and space and he found his way over here there you go there you go he found a wormhole over here um, let's get out of here uh until next time in the meantime we're gonna do night of the meek next time I think, right? It, it, it makes sense, you know, Christmas time. Indeed. I'm I Phoenix West. Meet last, uh, I think we did the actual review, Redux, last year. This time, they go ahead. Choir. <laughs> I'm Frank Clem. Mintalix. Squeeze, squeeze. Okay. Are we done? I think so. Do you want to start yes. it over? No. Want to do a commentary in reverse to get a nice little bookend on this? So Frank, do you hear what I said? Bookend. It's a, it's a pun for this episode. Oh. Oh. Books. Books. Yahtzee, bitch. <laughs>